0: Ah, good evening, Traveler. Welcome to the Penumbra. Detective Steeles got himself into a bit of a mess down in the sewers of Old Town. A deadly game he and his friends started 25 years ago has come suddenly back into play, and now he'll have to finish that little game before the game finishes him. What luck! It sounds like he's in. Come, Traveler. Come with me into room J-14. (laughs) Juno Steel and the Day That Wouldn't Die.
1: Whoever said you can't go home again is an idiot.
2: Ah, Juno, the sewer? Why? You want to live or not? I mean, if it means going through Old Town Sewer, I'll have to think about it. Stop
3: wasting time. Let's go.
1: If you need to ask why, you'd never last a day in Hyperion City. Here it's common knowledge that with a big enough gun and a fat enough wallet, you can go wherever the hell you want. So here's a new saying. A better one from your pal Juno Steele, Private Eye. Don't bother going home. Ever. If you wait long enough, home will come looking for you. And if you're lucky, you might even survive the visit. That's how my day had gone so far. It had been 15 years since I'd escaped the town I grew up in. On my first day back, Old Town was hellbent on doling out all the misery I'd missed out on.
3: Mick, don't pick at your bandages. Oh, my dark matter sealant is the only thing between your leg wound and a city's worth of sludge. Unless you want to lose that leg, you'll leave that bandage alone. Oh,
2: so cool.
1: Those two were footing that bill with me. Sasha Wire, a special agent who worked for Dark Matters, and Mick Mercury, a special boy who worked for whoever didn't check references. We used to live around here when we were kids, getting into trouble and, well, pretty much just getting into trouble. Earlier that day, Mick and I had met up to talk about the good old days, but Old Town, Old Town had other days in mind.
2: Guys, do you really think... Don't say it. Do you really think Annie's out for revenge? Of course not. After all the stuff we did. I mean, the three trials we made her do? I should have just let her follow us around. You should have? Yeah, I chased her away, remember? I was the leader of the gang. Nick, buddy, most days you can't even leave your food to your mouth. What's hand-eye coordination got to do with it? It
3: doesn't matter! Listen, we're going to escape Old Town, call in backup, and find out who's doing this to us. And for now, I need you to stay calm, all right? Panic is like a flame. It grows as it spreads. If one of us loses it, it becomes that much harder for the others to stay calm, understood?
2: Okay, Sasha, you're right. As usual. So which way now, Jay? I don't know.
1: Whichever.
3: Excuse me?
1: Haven't you ever heard that theory about mazes before? If you always turn whatever way, you'll eventually get to the exit. That's if you always
3: turn the same way! If you've gotten us lost... we are not
1: lost. We're looking for someone. She'll be somewhere around here, so just pick a direction and go. (laughs)
2: What? Don't you two remember? The monsters in the sewer? Runaway monsters, guys. Like 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 those huge extinct lizards they used to have on Earth.
4: Dinosaurs? No, alligators.
2: Like, alligators. All teeth and scales and tentacles. And they live under the water and grab you and pull you down. And in seconds, all that'd be left is chum, guys. Chum.
1: That hurts, Mick. I thought we were already chums. Now.
3: Mick, I hate to say this, but you seem to have a lot of stories about monsters.
2: Yeah, well, I guess I just listen around.
3: But have you ever actually seen a monster? Yes, outside of magazine or movie. No, I didn't think so. So has it occurred to you then that perhaps there aren't any monsters in the sewers? That perhaps children just make these things up because they naturally fear a world larger than the scope of their own comprehension?
2: I, I... no, Sasha, I never thought of that.
3: Well, now you have. So let's just drop all this nonsense about monsters,
2: okay? Sure, Seth.
0: So.
2: Hey. hey, this feels pretty good. I've got nothing to be scared of at all. See? Like that. Not a monster. Probably just someone with a really intense flush. Juno,
3: did you hear that?
1: You mean that toilet mix talking about? <clears throat>
2: Guys, it's like a weight has been lifted. Just a few minutes ago, I might have been screaming about a giant war droid with 1,500 teeth and laser rifles for Tony, but right now, all I can think of is someone trying to flush some wet naps.
1: You keep imagining that, buddy. Close your eyes, it'll help.
3: Fine, I'll take care of it.
2: Great guns, we're drawing guns. Why do we need guns? What's happening? How many monsters?
1: None, her hand just slipped. Isn't that right, Sasha? Wouldn't want anyone to panic.
3: I see. I hope you know what you're doing.
1: Sometimes. I know these sewers pretty well, Sasha. Remember how I used to run away from home all the time?
3: You ran to the sewers? Good people down here. And that thing, whatever it is. What thing?
0: Oh, that thing? Including that thing, actually.
2: Guys, you said there weren't going to be any monsters. What are you doing?
1: Waiting for just the right thing.
2: you'll never stop the monster. It's going to kill us all. It's going to... Immediately. Okay, that's better than I expected. Thank you. It is still alive. Shoot it. Shoot it 100 times.
1: Cool it, Mick. It's just a rabbit.
2: Kill it. Kill it. Kill it.
1: Hey, 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 hey. Calm down, buddy. We're not going to hurt you. It understands us. Of course it does. How else was I going to ask it to lead us out of Old Town?
3: You've got to tame it.
2: No, I'm going to hire him it's coming up good
1: hey big guy you looking for a job mm-hmm. thought so we're a little lost Could use a guide how's 50,000 creds sound
3: 50,000?
1: Mm-hmm. fine 60,000 final offer 60? I didn't know there were 60,000 creds you got a deal First half now. Second half once you bring us there without bolting. <coughs> See, nothing to be scared of. These guys are kind of sweet when you know how to handle them.
3: We'll take your word for it.
1: <coughs> so big guy, which way out of purgatory? <coughs> what are you two waiting for? I paid good money
2: for this tour. Oh, Sixty thousand grands. I can't believe you paid him that
3: much. I didn't. It must have been a counterfeit, isn't that right?
2: Nope.
1: Rabbits are pretty smart, Sasha. They can navigate the sewers, they can understand human speech. Now oh, they can mug a guy for his trench coat and he's sneak into a movie. They'd sniff out a fake bill in no time.
3: How What they can't
1: do is read.
3: You gave him a one cred bill, didn't you?
1: Ten creds. Not a monster. That'll get him what he wants. All he's after is beer, smutty magazines, and carrot cake, anyway. <laughs> rabbit was a good guide, sure, but I wanted him for an even more important reason. Protection. (laughs) I had a hunch that whoever was after us wouldn't be too happy with our attempted escape, and the fact that there was only one route out meant there was only one route she had to block off. She wasn't going to put all of her chips on this poorly designed labyrinth of tubes, especially since we'd made it through one of those today.
3: It stopped.
1: I can see that. Hey, big guy. What's going on? Catch a whiff or something.
2: He sounds scared. It's a big rabbit, you know. I know. What's rabbit that big got to be scared of?
1: Usual rabbit stuff, I think. Lettuce shortages, giant hawks, holiday dinners. (laughs) Hey, where are you going? Get back here, you coward!
3: Well, this is excellent. Where are we, Juno? Oh, don't
1: you start, Sasha. I'm not the one who chased them
3: off. Oh, good, good. That means you don't know.
1: Guys. The sewer's a damn maze, Sasha. It's not like you had a better idea. Agent Burgess said... you again? His grand plan was to leave us here and pick up our corpses with his dry feet.
3: Just because you can't see the scope of his plan guys, doesn't guys, mean... Guys, 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 guys! What? what?
1: The water! There's something in The water!
3: Very big. I'm just going to remind everyone that I was promised no monsters. Oh, no problem,
1: here I'll tell the waiter to send him back.
3: Keep it together. Are there any other rooms out of here?
1: Yeah, right over by the bubbling buggy down on the right.
3: So, where to?
4: Anywhere else. Run.
3: <sighs>
4: what are those things?
3: I don't know. My scanner... I can't pick them up.
2: Damn it, is that scanner good for anything? Oh, my... God... Guys, my leg I can't run anymore! That
3: really isn't an option, uh, Mick!
2: Well, I'm gonna take it anyway! Gavin Mercury, don't lose your head. You ask me not to panic, so I'm not panicking I'm Thinking clearly, alright? I'm not gonna be able to keep up with you two, so just run! Mick, this really isn't the time! Would you just listen to me for once? It's the only time! I'm not like you two, alright? I'm not gonna be able to fight monsters, save Annie, you know, hero stuff! I'm just slowing you down! So run! Tearing me apart should slow this thing down, even if it's just a little. me, I'm sorry. Uh, ready, detective? What are you waiting for? Go!
0: Ready, agent.
1: I wasn't ready. It was alright to start. A serrated metal spine cresting between a plastic bag and a forgotten lunch. Then the spine rose and rose. I heard twisting metal fibers, ear teeth snapping and clicking, the smell of gasoline and smoke and lethal and vomit. Then I saw its face, my face, it was me, at 13 years old, my body cast in steel and chrome sticking out of the front of that grinding metal monster like the figurehead on the devil's galleon. The hands were bound, the eyes gray and flat, the thing unfurled like a dragon, we were standing in its shadow, cold and dark as those eyes. Was this what I looked like to that little girl 25 years ago? What she'd seen right before I sent her off
0: to die? Now!
2: What are you doing?
1: Saving our moron friend.
3: We're in this mess because we've left someone behind already, Nick. We're not going to do it again.
1: Yeah, I'm not doing all this over in another 25 years. My back's already on the way out.
3: You two really know how to cheer a guy up. You know that? Don't get too excited. We've only stunned it.
1: Those were my strongest charges.
3: Well, I'm sure the monster appreciates the effort.
1: Lean on me, Mick. We'll go as fast as we can. Hey,
2: uh, guys. Where'd the other monster go?
1: What? One isn't enough for you?
3: He has a point. If one of them has disappeared, we could be in for an ambush. Not to mention...
1: Not to mention... What?
3: Well, no good ambush reveals its full force right away. Obviously, there are three of them.
1: Why would be... Why would there be three monsters that all look like me?
2: Oh,
1: I get it. Because <laughs> that one looks like Mick, so there's probably one that looks like you,
2: too. Hey guys, I think i found the Sasha one. We're surrounded. Not
3: entirely. Up above us. manhole cover I'll take the lead. Mick behind me. Juno, you cover us.
1: Climb! Hold up, Sasha. Manna cover us. Man,
2: oh. oh. God, they're not even flinching. What's what's going, Sasha? happened? Looks like they're getting really. Ah! 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 Juno, what's happening? Juno! Juno!
1: He was gone. That thing. That thing that looked like Sasha. It reached right past me and it grabbed Mick, and he was gone down in that scum, just green slime and trash floating where I'd seen him last. I could have shot him free. I just kept thinking that if I'd just aimed a little better, I could have saved him. Another body on my hands. Another person I couldn't save.
3: Juno, where are you going?
1: I'm going back for Mick. You
3: idiot, that's suicide. Yeah, well. Juno, remember what we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Panic, whatever. You said it all before.
3: Well, if you don't want to hear it all over again, listen to me. Our weapons are useless against those things. Chasing after Mick is pointless. I am not leaving. Nobody is asking you to! Whoever's doing this, they've been guiding us through each trial, haven't they? All three of us were there that day. It follows that our captor would want all three of us to go through every trial.
1: So you think Mick's the factor?
3: I think that's what we need to assume in order to move forward.
1: Okay. You're right.
3: I thought I'd hear you say that.
1: We call your backup. Then we go to the factory.
3: Or not.
1: We were standing in a shadow when we pulled ourselves out of that manhole. It was a shadow I had been standing under for 25 years the Old Town Munitions Factory, looming over us. The manhole led us up to the center of the factory compound. We didn't have to check to know all the doors were locked. We checked anyway.
3: What do you think? If we went back down to the sewers, could we make it to another manhole before those things grabbed us?
1: Don't think so. They're down there at the bottom of the ladder now, just... circling.
3: Well, I believe the message is clear. Into the factory it is. Shall we... Enter the gates of hell, now?
1: I can't think of anyone I'd rather enter them with.
3: Hello? Take out a light, Juno. You'll need it.
1: It was dark in there. Smelled, too, like machine oil and diesel fumes left to linger for a century.
3: Well, nothing terrifying so far. Just a lot of rusted-over machinery. Conveyor belts going nowhere. Hello?
1: All I could think about was how this place must be exactly the same as it was all those years ago. How somewhere in those dark corners, a little girl had waited for her friends to save her. And then those friends never came. She was supposed to be in here for a half an hour. We waited two hours before Sasha suggested we get the cops. They searched for days, but nobody ever found so much as a hairpin. In the time it took for us to get to the HCPD, a little girl had vanished into thin air.
3: Juno, are you there?
1: You're looking right at me, aren't you?
3: You're standing beside me, but you're a thousand miles away. I need you here right now, do you understand me?
1: Just keep walking.
3: I'll walk into a trap with you, Juno, but only if you're here to help me disarm it. Now, we need to find Mick, remember?
1: Mick right, Mick. Any leads?
3: Well, the place looks abandoned to me. Like, nobody's been here in years. Whoever's hiding in here has done an impressive job of covering their tracks. Not perfect, though. Do you smell that? Smell what? Ion Fortified Diesel. It wasn't invented until the last days of the war. Dark Matters uses it for all our transports, though I can imagine you'd find it on any modern military base.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're smart. We get it. Summer?
3: The smell is coming from down that elevator shaft.
1: I am noticing there's no elevator.
3: Oh, now look who's smart.
1: So what? We jump and hope somebody left a trampoline at the bottom?
3: No need. Dark Matters always comes prepared. These cables should be strong enough to support our weight. Should be? Well, I suppose it depends. Have you fallen far enough out of shape to hit four tons yet?
1: No, but I'm saving a slice of cake back home that might tip me over.
3: There we are. Ready to fall?
1: I guess so. Neither one of us could say it. That if there was a place for a little girl to just disappear, an elevator shaft wasn't a bad option. Okay, so what's Ah. the... Juno? Juno?
3: Juno? Juno?
1: In the pitch black, the coils of the metal monster squeezed around me. It was dark. I was suffocating. I was alone. I knew exactly how Annie must have felt. I don't remember much. It dragged me and crushed me, and I felt like I was floating. Like that machine was going to row me across a river and drop me on the shore of my eternal resting place. Didn't get the rowing. Definitely didn't get the rest. But the drop... I definitely felt that one. Hello? Sasha? I didn't want to look. I knew who it was, but I didn't want to see it for sure. Then I turned and I saw a little shadow in the light of my comms. Annie Wire. Alive all over again. Is that really you? Why'd you all leave me? Why? What what did I do? I'm coming. Annie, I'm... (coughs) Huge cables coiled tight around me. I felt them coming and at the last second managed to put my hand where it mattered. My gun. I dropped my light and it fell spinning across the floor, throwing shadows on the walls. Annie wire. Cables writhing like snakes at her feet. Mick crumbled in a dark corner. 25 years of mistakes. And who pays for it? Mick drowned in sewer scum, Sasha torn to pieces by metal monsters, all because of me. Help! Help me, somebody! I shot out the cables around me and shot the ones that flew to take their place. They were coming from her, I saw, from the writhing mess by her feet. I shot, I shot again, but they kept coming. Then the lights came on. And they stop. Sasha! Sasha, you're... You're alive.
3: Those things didn't even touch me. I imagine this is why. Sasha, you came for me! You could say that. You were supposed to take care of me, Sasha. Where were you? Why did you leave me here? Watch out,
1: Sasha, she's got... Sasha,
3: don't let him hurt me again! Again? You let him send me in here. You didn't stop him. Sasha... Really? Drop the gun, Juno. You drop yours. You give it
1: two of mine in that thing.
3: I'm not kidding, Steel. Put it down. All right. It's down. Good. Now kick it over here. Now finish it. Make sure he can't hurt me again. You want me to kill Juno? He was going to kill me. Kill him! Any last words?
1: Said enough, I think. Fine, then. Don't move. <laughs> 15 shots. Enough concentrated light to kill a guy a hundred times over. And not a single one touched me. I opened my eyes. I was standing. Sasha was standing. The only one not standing was Annie, peppered with holes, circuitry popping like sparklers inside of her. Sasha White.
2: Dark matters for the
4: greater good. <laughs> well done, well done! Why, by God, you've done it again. What? Agent Burgess? But I, I thought you said No backup. Stranded in an omega-class sandstorm. Yes, yes, I believe I did say those things. I've said a great many things today, haven't I? Well, let's just add this to the list, then. Congratulations! (laughs) Congratulations? For what? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. Agent Y has done nothing more than ace the most difficult examination the galaxy has to offer. (laughs) My exam? Yes, yes, I imagine it must come as a bit of a shock, mustn't it? But then that's the nature of the test. We could hardly study your natural ability under unexpected pressure if we told you about that pressure in advance. <laughs> but my God, can you handle yourself, Wire? An element of the pressure in these tests is supposed to be personal, but I admit to thinking this particular simulation might touch slightly too raw a nerve. Slightly. Even so, our research did assure us that this day held all the elements we require for our mental, emotional fortitude examination. High pressure, personal investment, previous trauma, civilian lives at stake. Given every reason to kill this man, given two civilian lives on the line. Nick,
3: are you all right?
4: Uh, Just five more minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Given every reason to crack under pressure, you've refused. You've flourished. You've passed and with scores of a kind we've never seen before. You are exactly who Dark Matters needs, Ancient Wire. You are exactly who I need as my replacement.
3: Yeah, that's not possible. The job I was up for, it can't really be yours.
4: But it is. We want you to be a sub-director. The second highest position in all of dark matters, and it's yours. Why, it's yours. I went through just the same examinations when I was your age. That's how I got this leg here. Though my results can't hold a candle to yours. Such precision shooting. Such masterful control of the affected civilians. You're an expert manipulator agent. I could not be more proud to call you my protege. Sasha, give me my gun. I'm going to turn your boss's leg into a colander. (laughs) We'll see if you're laughing when I'm done with the rest of you. Sir, this is really rather a private matter between Agent Wire and myself, if you wouldn't mind. Private? Listen, buddy, you don't get to take measurements from my
1: damn coffin and then tell me it's private. (laughs) You shut down Old Town. You know how many people probably totaled their cars and died trying to fly out of here? You nearly killed Mick and
4: me. I understand your concern. If there were any way to avoid your participation in this examination, we certainly would have done so. And to be fair... You could have avoided it yourself. You could have declined our invitation to happy hour at the pool and floor.
2: You mean I didn't really win a
4: contest? <laughs> and I can assure you, we've done every calculation possible on the potential casualties from this exercise, and the numbers are very clear. In Agent Wise's new position, she will regularly deal with situations during which entire planets are on the line. The loss of a few civilians, though certainly lamentable, hardly rates in comparison.
1: (laughs) You laugh one more time, you goddamn hyena, and I'll stick those sunglasses somewhere that's really too dark to see. (laughs) Juno! (laughs) Damn it, nothing's even funny!
4: (laughs) Well, Agent, I see you still have a few loose ends to tend to down there. A transport will arrive outside the munitions factory in five minutes exactly. Oh, and Detective... I think you'll find that with enough power and a good enough (laughs) cause, we at Dark Matters can laugh at whatever we please. (laughs) This
2: transmission has been brought to you by Dark Matters. For the greater good.
1: A hologram... Damn it. Sasha, you're going to bring me to that transport, and you're going to bring me to your boss. Stop. And I'm going to fill Agent Burgess in any of their Dark matter suit that gets in my way with so much- You aren't
3: going anywhere, Juno. Of
1: course I am. We gotta stop him, don't we? We can't let him We
3: aren't doing anything. He's my boss. My organization. This is my problem, and I'll deal with it.
1: You're defending him. You're defending him after he No, I'm not. He toyed with us. Where's Annie? We never even found her dead. She's
3: gone. In a place like this with all these machines and furnaces and... Her body could be anywhere. It could be dust. It doesn't matter anymore. I have bigger problems now.
1: He hurt you, and I'm not going to let anybody get away with it. Yes, you are. After what he just said to me, if you think for one second I am going to let him... What he said to you? This isn't about you, Juno. About me. No, I didn't think it was about me. That's not
2: what I'm saying- Yes, it is!
3: It's always about you. In the sewers, you assumed all of the machines would look like you. When Mick was taken, you clearly blamed yourself, despite the fact that the machines were completely unaffected by your weapons. Just now, you refused to stand up for yourself when I was going to kill you!
1: But all of this was my fault! Your
3: fault? My sister dies, and you turn it into a story about yourself. Another adventure in the thrilling life of Juno Steele, Private Eye.
1: But I killed her. You
3: didn't! We did. It was an accident. One we could have avoided. Should have avoided. One I am sorry for and will always, always be sorry for. But we were kids. We didn't know any better. We didn't know anything. And as bad as you feel, as much as you want to get punished for some stupid game you played when you were 13 years old, guess what? This is the real punishment. Living with it. It's not theatrical. It's not glamorous. It's not even satisfying. But it's what you're stuck with. So deal with it. All right?
1: You're... Your boss is a real piece of work, huh?
3: You never ever change, do you?
1: Well, I know the first step to changing is to admit you have a problem. Only trouble is, no one ever told me step two.
0: <sighs> Sasha, where are you? Hold the upper
3: right, Mick. Yeah. It was good to see you again. I'll call you next time I'm on Mars, okay? Just take care of Juno, please.
2: I'm on it.
1: Hey, Sasha, that's a real low blow telling Mercury to look after me. Sasha.
2: Wow. Yep. She really, she really tore into you, huh?
1: Yep. I think I need a drink. Pouring floor. I'm just gonna pretend you didn't say that.
2: Hey, bartender, two rings of Saturn. And one for my buddy over here, too.
1: I'll get my own drinks, thanks.
2: Yeah, come on, Jay. I pulled you into this whole mess. The least I can do is buy you a drink.
1: I think your generosity has caused enough trouble for one day, Mick.
2: Gonna need that order, fellas.
1: Ring of Saturn for him, scotch for me. how do you like it? In a glass. Just give me the damn drink.
2: Whatever you say, guy. Jeez, that monster did a number on the back. Hey, Juno, vertebrae are like kidneys, right? You only really need one of them to get by, right? (coughs) Oh, crazy, all that stuff about Sasha.
1: Seems pretty typical to me.
2: Yeah, she was always a go-getter. It's not really what... Whatever. Guess it's probably not that great to work for Dark Matters after all. You get to wear the cool suits and say classified all the time, sure, but the performance review is a real killer. You done yet? I guess so. Hey, Jay, you're, you're hitting those pretty hard. Yeah, well, bartender,
1: another glass. Looks like this one's got a hole in it. I mean, we got all night. You don't need to rush. I'm sorry, Mercury. Did someone promote you to my babysitter without telling me? No, but... Then stop counting my drinks, all right? You wanted to have a drink. I'm having a damn drink. Sure did, I don't you care know. if Sasha told you to take care of me. She's had a grudge against me ever since we were kids. What the hell does she know, anyway, working for a place like that? Only one that needs taken care of is her to get her head checked. Removed, maybe. Jay, buddy, buddy. You're no better. You know that? Like a leech, Mercury. A leech. You have been riding me for years, sucking out every drop you can get. Then she says, you're supposed to take care of me? I don't need taking care of. I am fine. I am not the one who's a mess. I'm not.
2: Listen, you two. If you're going to have a conversation loud enough for people to hear it in the street, you can go have it in the street. Got it?
1: <laughs> Damn it. I am paying you to pour my drinks, not to stick your ear in my business. We'll be quiet.
2: Jay, come on. We're not going to find another seat this time of night you know, don't say it. Are you, are you, you know, okay? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Jesus, Mercury, you have really got away with words. I'm just asking. I mean, all day it's been like this. Jumping at shadows. Man, for a minute there, you thought Annie was really alive. That a little girl really turned into a tortured robot monster thing? That's not you, Juno. That's got me written all over it, but it's not you.
1: Okay? You want me to be okay? That's the goal? I never In a town that. like this, Now, in a galaxy like this, you think I should be okay? A place where every day people get killed for reasons so thin, just so petty, that the victims are better off never knowing who got them. A place where we can just get away with what we pulled when we were kids, and just keep living our lives. Grow up and get a job and fall in love and, and the whole bit. All while some little girl rots, forgotten and alone. You want me to be okay?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Listen, Jay. I don't have much going for me. I'm not as cool as Sasha. I'm not as smart as you. I don't think I'm ever going to be on a stream or feed. Some days, I don't think I'm going to do anything anyone remembers when my life's all tallied up. That should be a short tally. Hey, you want to shut up? For once, I'm talking to you. Fine. You think you're the only one with problems? I'm breaking the land speed of record on going nowhere, Juno, and I know it. But I keep moving. Yeah, sure, the world is busted. But what we did to Annie, that's not what busted it. It was broken before we got here. And it'd be a whole lot more broken without you around.
1: Pathetic.
2: What'd you just say to me?
1: Look, Mick, if I'm your role model, you're a bigger screw-up than I thought. Listen. Me? Seriously? You fell for it, Mercury. All the one-liners and the bragging and the swollen ego, you fell for it just as hard as I do. There was never a P.I. in Hyperion who made more messes per minute than me. Nobody.
2: What about the last case? DiMaggio kidnapping? You idiot.
1: Lillian Strauss, dead. Tony DiMaggio dead and because I pissed off the wrong person and I'm too much of a moron to track her down. Now Samantha Cartwright is dead and who knows how much Martian junk is missing and what the hell she's gonna do next. She? Who's she? Jake? And, and we don't have to stop there, do we? Grimm's mask gone because I let myself get duped by a pretty face. Cassandra Kanagawa in Who's Gow for manslaughter where they're finding new and creative ways to expand her sentence every day. Annie, my brother, all of them dead because of me. More broken before I got here idiot. You
2: idiot. So, what are you going to do about it? Are you even listening? I said- I heard you. If you're so sure you broke it, what are you going to do about it? Just roll over and die? I don't know. You calling any help or anything? Like who? If you get a lead on why all these people are dying, I bet the HCPD would want to know.
1: Of course I didn't go to the HCPD. They left me out into the street.
2: So what? (laughs) See, this is what Sasha meant. This is why she's always mad at you. Because you always get like this when you get really, you know, bad. It's all about you. What you can't do. What the world did to you. How you can't do it on your own.
1: That's not what I meant.
2: Then what do you mean?! I get it. You don't like to work with other people because you want all the glory when you win, and you don't want to be able to blame anyone but yourself when you don't. You've always been like that. When we were kids, I'd come up with a stupid idea, and when we got in trouble for it, it'd be all about you, how you messed up, how you should take the hit, even though they were all my dumb ideas.
1: I'm not some selfless hero, man. No,
2: you aren't. You're full of yourself. It's the best and worst thing about you, Jay, for you and everyone else. Listen, if you're in trouble this deep, you can't just sit around and mope. If someone's going around killing people, how long is it going to take for them to get around to you? I don't know. You can't let them! If you want to do it for you, do it for me! Suck it up, ask for help, and live, you jerk! I... Where did that come from? I don't know! I feel like I've been meaning to say it for a long time. Just never got around to it.
1: That sounds like you. Hey, uh, bartender. I'll have what he's having.
2: Sticking around? Yep. I didn't mean at the bar. I know. Mick, buddy. Yeah. Thanks. No problem. Yeah Do you really think I'm a leech?
1: Mercury You are a leech
2: (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Yeah, I guess so (sighs) Maybe I should work on that
1: Yeah But we all got something to work on, Mick That is 90%
2: of being human I thought that was water I thought we were 90% water. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) What?
1: You're a piece of work, Nick. You want another drink? Hey, if you're offering. (sighs) Bartender, another ring of Saturn for my friend here. I'm buying. You know, looking at the guy he became... It's easy for me to forget the kid Mick used to be. It's easy for me to forget the feeling I had when I first saw him, leaning against his hover cycle and telling stories about the city outside Old Town. But the buildings were made of gold and nobody ever went to sleep hungry. There weren't any alcoholic parents or foreclosed schools or murders right outside your bedroom window. Kids up and down the block would gather around him their scuffed up faces and hearts, and they'd listen. You could tell his stories were like food to them. He was lying, of course. I knew that from minute one, but I stuck around because I was just as hungry as the rest of them. Still am, I guess. So tomorrow I'll pocket my blaster, and I'll knock on doors, and I'll plan the first battle of my war for now, I think I'll sit here a while next to the king of the freeway, and I'll think about the past. A loose handful of good old days that I can scrape together, and I'll let Newham spin yarns and lie and build shining cities in the air between us. His stories don't make him real, of course, but I need to hear him anyway. Because without someone to tell us what those cities look like, how would we know when we got there?
0: If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider supporting the Penumbra by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter, at the Penumbra Pod, telling your friends about us, telling your friends to tell their friends about us, and especially by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. Your visits to the Penumbra come free of charge, so if you'd like to show your appreciation, every rating, comment, and kind word spreads our stories farther and inspires us to keep creating more and better tales to come. This tale... Part 2 of Juno Steele and The Day That Wouldn't Die was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steele, Stefano Purdy as Mick Mercury, Sophie Kaner as Sasha Wire, Mia Deluvio as Annie Wire, Noah Symes as Agent Burgess, and Kate Jones, Scott Gallica, and Kevin Vibert as the ensemble. On staff at the Penumbra, Kevin Vibert is our lead writer and recording engineer, Sophie Kaner is our director and sound designer. Graham Turner is our lead editor. Juno's theme was written by Ryan Vibert. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. I'm so sorry you've been called away, dear traveler. We eagerly await your return.